0: so just setting the scene for everyone listening to the podcast jared and i have a bet for he bets me a hundred dollars he can make me cry at some point in this episode <laughs> and if he can't make me cry he owes me one dollar $1. so we have one. yeah we have hundred to one odds that i will cry at some point in this episode so. so
1: so perfect segue into your childhood
0: yeah exactly what do you what do you <laughs> want to get into
1: um what was your first crush and how'd the breakup work
0: so I never actually got to date her. My first crush it <laughs> oh, was <you're> <laughs> it
1: was
0: it was seventh grade, and we were on the Washington D.C. trip because I had won it because I was really good at National History Day. I made a little documentary about Pearl Harbor, so I got to go to nationals, and I really liked her. And she was dating some other guy on the trip at the time, but for some reason they like had broken up for the like for the weekend. Like we're gonna be we're gonna like date other people or whatever. Oh,
1: I got a hall pass
0: yeah exactly and she like very much wanted to like go into the other room and hug is what she said and i like it's like no you're you're with you're with him i can't (laughs) i can't do this so i sold my soul for that and (laughs) nothing ever came of it after that
1: so you guys didn't hug No
0: no physical touch whatsoever That's too bad But we did a lot of walking around We saw the National Monuments together It was was a
1: very beautiful weekend still Regardless Nice Yeah, D.C. is a nice town I actually do like it Very romantic town I would love to go
0: back Very romantic town (laughs) Now whenever I see the Abraham Lincoln Monument I just get bricked up It's it's rough, but
1: (laughs) You think of Pearl Harbor Then your 7th grade uh, crush or whatever Oh
0: yeah, 100% (laughs) Every December 7th I'm I'm just deep in my feelings A day lives in infamy but not for me
1: <laughs> Yeah You think You're depressed Like of how depressed I am Yeah exactly uh,
0: I, I'm the one who had it worse When it comes to Pearl Yeah <laughs> I'm sure you did Yeah That's basically. totally true Yeah Alright so be on the lookout For that If I start to cry this episode Just know Jared's A hundred dollars richer But yeah. if I don't If I'm a big boy And I get through Then I'm a dollar richer
1: I'll just keep bringing up Abraham Lake And see if that triggers you
0: <laughs> You gotta do the other monuments too Our Washington Jefferson
1: monument.
0: Is there Jefferson monument?
1: Yeah it's on the mall there The National Mall I don't remember that one. You guys must have been hugging and missed it. We I wish, dude, I hush. wish. I wish. <laughs> I
0: was fucking keeping my five feet of distance. I was so nervous <laughs> walking out with my cargo shorts.
1: Do you get clammy hands? Do your hands get sweaty? Oh my
0: god, yeah. Same. It's so bad.
1: Yeah, I don't know what to do. with That
0: and I sh- my, my they shake.
1: Your hands shake. I, I
0: get I get pretty shaky when I ner- when I'm nervous.
1: Oh okay, so. So you're shaking right now, so you're obviously A little, little bit, yeah. yeah. Thank
0: God this is an audio format of media. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Thank God, yeah. You're getting right. saved.
0: Yeah. All right, I'm going to do my little intro now. Put on your Sunday best, slick your hair back, and get yourself noticed because you've once again successfully clicked on the Goose Egg Gambling Podcast, <laughs> which is the only podcast left off the NBA Top 75 list. I'm your host, Matt, a.k.a. the guy who's built like a tube sock filled with pennies, and I'm joined by my co-host Jared, a.k.a. the Beanie Baby. Jared beanie dro- Baby? You're we wearing a beanie today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was struggling to think of one for you today.
1: I do like this beanie.
0: Yeah, it is nice.
1: It, But it does kind of hurt my forehead here because I wear it way too much. Yeah. Which is my I, own fault. I get the
0: same way. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, So All-Star Weekend has wrapped up. Yep. I think it was a pretty successful weekend for the league. Everyone seemed to get that nostalgia for the NBA a little bit, seeing all the old players, seeing Michael Jordan come back after spending the morning in Daytona.
1: He looked a little tuned up. He he was a
0: thousand percent
1: tuned up. He doesn't seem like a hug, hugging type of guy. So I think there was alcohol involved. And you
0: see like the video of him like petting Steph on the back of the head. And then like he was very handsy with Steph.
1: Right. He so He was I, drunk Uncle Jordan for sure. It's either that or he just like won a big poker game. Probably both. But yeah. Yeah. He was for sure tuned up. Good for him though. I I, I didn't think he'd be there, but he obviously was best for last. So yeah. Definitely. It was cool and, to see him there.
0: And it was very cool to see the, how much the crowd still loves Michael Jordan. Oh. I think it's just because he's not around so much. It's that like absence makes the heart grow fonder a little bit. Like people right. love Jordan just
1: because he's so exclusive. Like he's so rare. Yeah, he's iconic. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's part of it.
0: Like I joke on this podcast that he's Kent Bazemore with good marketing all the time, <laughs> but he actually is a really cool figure.
1: In I hate the that public take world. so
0: much. <laughs> I, I just love doing it just to get Jordan heads pissed off. Get that's Bazemore. why probably my top three favorite hobbies is pissing off Michael Jordan fans. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, definitely know that. Just talk about how much you love LeBron.
0: Pretty much, yeah. But that's actually a great transition because the NBA—it's their seventy-five season, seventy-fifth season—and they like enshrined the top seventy-five players of the league. They did like a little ceremony for
1: them. I, it was not a little ceremony. They did like a a big long thing. I didn't watch it. It was the longest halftime show I've ever seen.
0: Did they go through
1: every single person? Yeah, they announced all seventy-five players, alive or dead, or not there or there. That's, like that's it, and, would, and then they would like separate from the forwards to the guards to like the centers. And they would have like this little like video package that lasted like two minutes. For each player. For each position. Oh wow. So that really added up. Also so it was probably like an hour long halftime. It felt it was definitely longer than a half hour. Okay. And it was just an announcer announcing names and then clapping and cheering.
0: So it was like a high school graduation a little bit. <laughs> very
1: similar. Yeah, very similar. I can see with, that. With more long. alcohol, maybe
0: for Jordan for Jordan yeah,
1: yeah for sure at
0: least he got to booze through
1: it and on the side they had the Cavaliers dancing team cheerleaders I'm not sure which they were yeah and they were dancing the entire time it's so they were
0: exhausted I would have been good for them for at least powering through though yeah
1: I was like holy cow they're still dancing they were dancing probably for 45 minutes straight but
0: that's why they're professionals yeah that's that's their Super Bowl
1: Yeah, and I think you just run out of moves to dance to after a while. Oh, absolutely. After 45 minutes? I could
0: do like three songs. And I'm sure there wasn't even a ton of music. I'm sure it was just like, it it wasn't the most danceable music, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, it was just like generic pop music from the eras. Oh, gotcha. Like Nelly's Yeah was playing. There you go. Yeah, maybe Imagine Dragons or something. But it was just, you know. I was, just, I was very impressed with the dancers, how long they danced. So
0: there you go. They put them that. in the top 75 list.
1: Yeah, 76. So maybe next year they'll get snuck in there. Yeah. Screw
0: Kyrie Irving. He's hes not getting in. Yeah. Um. But because of that list, I was a little inspired. We're not going to go through top 75 players. We're not going to go through who is in and who is out. But I do think we should go through our top 7.5 favorite NBA players. Kay. Just our overall favorite. And the .5 can be... A favorite player that you've never favorite player or figure that you were not all around for or like just you've never seen play. Right. All right. So I'll start off. Number one, I got to go. My all time favorite player is to this day still Kobe Bryant. Okay. I was a big Lakers fan growing up for that reason. And I know a lot of people are coming out now and just saying like because of like his efficiency and all of that, he's he shouldn't be as high up right in the rankings as he is like, he's probably not a top 10 player. And I probably agree with that. He was not a very efficient player at all. Yeah. But just in terms of like his overall brand, I don't think anyone's cooler than Kobe, like the black Mamba. Yep. I think that's such cool branding.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, it, I was very sad when he died. I mean, no
1: shit. I think everyone was right. But are yeah. you, a, are you a 24 Kobe or an eight Kobe guy?
0: I have two, eight Kobe jerseys, but I think I like the 24 Kobe better. Okay. I think that was when he kind of really matured and, Became more of a team player. Because
1: whenever I see the 8 Kobe, I always think of Shaq right away.
0: 100%.
1: And then 24 is kind of when Kobe came into his own. The
0: Kobe-Pow meta
1: Mm -hmm. teams. Right. The more Kobe-Kobe era.
0: Yeah, 100%. So, So, yeah, number one, I think will always be Kobe Bryant. Okay.
1: Um, My would be probably Chauncey Billups. Okay. I was a big Chauncey Billups fan. I just thought he was, like, the always, like, the best all-around point guard I've seen. Good leader. Good defense championships the whole nine yards i just and i liked him he, he took out Pist- kobe in one championship yeah, i liked him when he was at the pistons and i loved him when he was with the knicks so that's kind of like why i like him a lot so hell yeah do you have a jersey no we gotta get you one i don't think i have any nba jerseys their f- nba jerseys
0: are fun i know we've been anti-jersey on this podcast before <laughs> But NBA jerseys are a fun time, especially for, like, a cabin or a beach day.
1: Or, like, beer darts. Oh, yeah, day like, drinking. Yeah, you see, like, a Penny Hardaway jersey. And like-
0: see, yeah, what are the most common jerseys that frat guys are wearing? Dwayne Wade, like, the rainbow ones. Yep. Those are a ton. Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway. Kobe 8s. You'll see a ton of Kobe 8s. A lot of Steph Currys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm trying to think. I saw a couple J.R. Smiths at yep. my school
1: it'll be like or like you'll get like a scalabrini jersey like oh yeah there's someone ironic. who's trying to
0: be funny and ironic hundred percent yep
1: and then like a black michael jordan jersey with the pinstripes yes like that, that one, one you'll see a lot or The
0: 45 you have yeah, the 45 is a
1: good one or rodman one is a good one
0: yep a dennis rodman
1: yeah do you have you played beard arts before
0: I have only recently, though, only like the last like year or so. I think I really played it.
1: Are you pro or anti beer darts?
0: I like it a lot. I think it's a ton of fun. Maybe the, I've never been poked by a dart. So maybe that's why. Right. But I, I've I got a fun time with it. I also just like oh, the my. game that you can like sit around at and still talk to people.
1: I'm not a fan of it.
0: You need more action?
1: No, I just I think it's overrated. You scared. I that is part of it. I'm always wearing, I always feel like I have to wear like steel toe boots, but I never have steel toe boots. Okay, but boots what's on. the worst
0: that happens if a dart goes in your foot? It's not Tetanus
1: that bad. and rabies and dying. That's probably the worst case scenario with it. Okay.
0: Well, <laughs> is that really that bad?
1: <laughs> yeah. Die, I you, at rabies. least you're
0: going to die doing what you love.
1: Oh, well, I don't like beard arts though. That's true. You'd die doing what you hate. <laughs> you'd be, you'd you hate. have like
0: the same fate as those people who have to work in the coal mines and die.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Die on the job. <laughs> it's the same exact thing as beard arts. Yeah. It's coal mining.
0: that's true (laughs) yeah two two sides of the same coin
1: yeah and then like somebody always gets punctured by a dart and then you see it on snapchat later that day and it's just i don't know and it's i just don't like it
0: i get that and
1: it's dirty you get dirt in your beard. i
0: wonder if anyone has ever once played beer darts and not snapchatted it like someone in the circle it's been snapchatted by every single game of beer darts i think has been documented on snapchat right it's like
1: if a tree falls in a forest and nobody's there to hear it, did it fall exactly? If you don't snapchat your beer darts, did it actually happen? 100%. So, so what's
0: your favorite day drinking game if you don't like beer darts?
1: I like power hour. Um, uh, power hour is a fun time. I like that one. Uh, I like tippy cup or flip cup. Yeah, like I like that one a lot.
0: God, it's gotta get warm outside. Now I'm just jonesing.
1: Well, that's the funny part is like when it hits like 32 degrees and like little wind, you'll see people playing beer darts. Oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> on any college campus, the second. It hits over thirty, especially if you go to like somewhere in Minnesota or North Dakota. Yep. Anytime it hits over thirty, you'll be guaranteed to hear Hoodie Allen blasting on a speaker, and you'll see people hang out on a porch somewhere.
1: Yeah, and they'll get like suntan from like forty degree weather.
0: Yep, just wearing shitty plastic sunglasses from a gas station,
1: and then just muddy shoes everywhere.
0: Oh yeah, the the ground is absolutely disgusting. (laughs) Everyone's shoes get ruined. Right. Everyone's shivering because they weigh underdressed but they're just they're not gonna put a sweatshirt on <laughs> right yeah. They're too proud
1: the muddy shoes gets me i just uh, yeah, yeah i just don't like that a lot uh, of pizza yeah. i'm
0: the same way yeah all right so number two on my list is a man that no secret of the podcast that i love lebron james oh if God. anyone's gonna get close to surpassing kobe it's gonna be lebron he's the one who really got me into really got me into basketball like i was i was a kobe fan kind of casually growing up but When LeBron made the decision, that's when I first tuned into the NBA. The first NBA game I watched start to finish was his first game with the Heat. Yeah. That's like when I really first tuned into the NBA. And I don't know. I just – I get – in the grand scheme of things, I don't think he's done anything wrong. Like, he obviously, he does the stupid things every season, like the little ego things or the little, like, diva comments – that people are going to talk about a ton. But overall, grand scheme of things, I don't think the NBA could have asked for a better role model than LeBron James.
1: Yeah, all things considered, there was huge hype around him in high school.
0: And the fact that he's lived up to it, yeah. and I would say surpassed it, is yeah. pretty incredible.
1: Yeah, and then some, yeah, I would yeah. agree.
0: I think he's the best player to ever play in the game of basketball. I think Jordan has a better legacy and a better like narrative to his career. Yeah, But I think when I think of the greatest of all time, I think just ter- purely in terms of skill. And I think LeBron James is the best basketball player of all time. Wow. Okay. I See, don't, now, now I I'm going to cry agree. just thinking about LeBron.
1: <laughs> your first LeBron. That, that, that
0: was your trick, actually. We wanted to do this topic mm-hmm. so you get me emotional about these players. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go with LeBron at number two.
1: I will go with Wally Zerbiak. I, I liked watching him play. Yeah. That,
0: I, those Timberwolves teams were fun. That's another jersey you'll see quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. Especially Especially in Minnesota. Oh yeah.
1: Like on like in Dinkytown, I think.
0: Yeah, Frat Row, University of Minnesota. You will (laughs) see at least two Wally Zerbiak jerseys. (laughs) Never any Kevin Garnett jerseys. Yeah, what's with that? Well, it's because the frat guys don't relate to Kevin Garnett. They relate to Wally Zerbiak. That's true. I know you're some six foot two white guy is much more relatable to them than Kevin Garnett. That
1: makes sense. I saw him play in a preseason game years ago and he like scored twenty points. And I used to play with him in NBA Live all the time. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. That's why I like Wally. And he's got a cool name. hmm Wally Zerbiak. Sounds like a supervillain. A little bit. Yeah.
0: Some sort of Marvel-ass name.
1: Yeah, Wally Zerbiak. Is he American? Like, is that Polish or... I don't know. That?
0: I would guess some sort of, like, Eastern European Yeah, type thing. So, I
1: don't know. That's my guy. That's a good
0: one. I like that. Mm-hmm. Number three. This is probably, in terms of, like, the person I've modeled my own basketball game after the most... And even sometimes my own like philosophies for life.
1: You can't say LeBron again.
0: It's not LeBron. <laughs> it's J.R. Smith.
1: Oh, my God. I have... Found a- the pothead.
0: Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, every single time I play basketball, I believe I am J.R. Smith. <laughs> I shoot heavily contested threes. I make stupid-ass decisions all the time. For our intramural championship, the last time I played intramurals, because of J.R. Smith, I took, like, four shots of Hennessy and, and smoked a little bit of weed before the game. And, dude, it sucked. It sucked because we had no subs show up that game. So I had to play the full 48 minutes, like, slightly drunk and a little. Oh, yeah. You just get
1: that cotton mouth? It was so bad, dude. Oh, God.
0: I was so ineffective. Oh. But, yeah, it's got to be J.R. Smith for me. I just, everything he represents, I fucking love. I mean, obviously, he's a legend in the DMs as well. Mm-hmm. Like. Not gonna name names, but some people are trying to get the pipe sometimes.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Not saying
0: that happens to me, but just that interaction I think is one of the best screenshots of NBA history (laughs) in NBA
1: history. Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome. You model him on the court, not off the court. Exactly. Yeah. I'm
0: not as good as golf. Now he's yeah, now he's starting a golf career too. And at his first golf tournament, he got stung by bees. I saw that. I forgot a, about that. He actually hit a beehive. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. He's just poor guy. He's so funny. He doesn't take himself super seriously, except for I think he might. at the At, at the same time, yeah. I don't know. He's so hot and he's so like hot and cold, which is definitely a tendency I have when whether I'm just playing Madden or something like that. Right. Jr. Smith for me.
1: Yeah. Um. Next one for me would probably be Akeem one. Okay. Another great darty jersey. Yeah. Um, I used to play with him on 2K all the time. Yeah. I used to like just pound fools. Just yeah, he was moves. good
0: in like the 2K and the 10s. Like right. 2K15, he was unstoppable. Yep.
1: So I'd always like try to work on all those post moves and just because like when you're playing somebody yep. on 2K, like they don't know how to defend the post.
0: Yeah. If you can slow the game down in 2K. Yes. You're so, unstoppable. Especially if yeah, if you're good with Hakeem or I was really good with Amari Stoudemire for the same yeah. reason.
1: And I was uh, my, another guy I was really good with his Allen Iverson, like on that two thousand one Sixers team. Yeah, I would like score fifty points with him because mm-hmm. he's like got like unlimited stamina and just would steal the ball, and yeah, shit like that. So. And you
0: just pull off little like <laughs> step backs,
1: mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yep, so, unstoppable. So yeah, Kim Lajon would probably be my three.
0: Yep. For number four, we go same vein as the Jr. Smith one. My alt and in the two K vein, my all time best two K team is the two thousand eleven Knicks. So I'm going to go with Carmelo Anthony just because he's probably my Hakeem in terms of like the player on 2K I'm best with. Right. A good, like Prime Melo is unstoppable in 2K. You can do the fadeaways. You can do threes. I love the three-point celebration to the dome. But my favorite all-time Carmelo Anthony moment is when he joined the Thunder and someone asked if he's going to come off the bench and he just laughed. He said, hey, P, they want me to come off the bench. And then two games later, he was, in fact, coming off of the bench. <laughs> I just think that's so perfect. I think Carmelo has no self-awareness whatsoever. And I absolutely love him for that. Yeah, yeah. He is super cocky. He went, was out of the league for like a year or two. Now he's actually back in. And he's actually playing really well right now for the Lakers. He's probably their, their one scoring consistent. Mm-hmm. But I love Carmelo Anthony just for the lack of self awareness and because he's probably my best 2K player. Yeah, gotcha. So I got I got to give him the nod there.
1: Yeah, I feel that. Uh, my next one would probably be Lin Sanity.
0: Oh, Jeremy Lin. Same same vein as me. That was ten years ago,
1: mm-hmm. like two weeks ago. Yeah, I just remember that time just was getting like what twenty five points a night. It was for two like a month. Span.
0: It was, I think, it was, like a two week span.
1: He just went off. But
0: he, yeah, it was that was one of the coolest sp- sports stories I think of all time.
1: And it was right around Tebow mania too. It was
0: right after it, yeah. Yeah, so
1: it was kind of weird timing, but yeah, I I love that. Just seeing the highlights of him, it was so cool. Just tear that, it up. When he
0: hit that buzzer beater against the Raptors, I mm-hmm. remember thinking this guy might be like an all time great. <laughs> like, he seems unstoppable because he yeah. he just dribbled it up the court and just drained it right at the buzzer. No, like even looking for a pass. He just knew he, it was his moment mm-hmm. and he just took advantage of it completely. And then they played the heat. And I think LeBron exposed him.
1: Right. Yeah. It, it was, was very short lived.
0: It was, I think it was two weeks, but yeah, I remember I was working at Hy-Vee at the time and I would watch him in the break room <laughs>
1: and it was so cool. <laughs> insanity. Yeah.
0: So for number five, for me, I got to give a shout out to the hometown boy. I'm gonna go with Mike Miller. Oh, OK. Um, hailing out of Mitchell, South Dakota. His mom was actually my mom's teacher. or some, There's some relationship there because they're from the same hometown in Mitchell, South Dakota. And Mike was just he was just that guy. He's the reason LeBron got that first ring, because if you remember that game five, I think he had like six or seven threes. Yep, And he lost a shoe for one. And me and my friends were always joking. We were cheer- we were kind of cheering him on because he was a South Dakota boy, but at the same time we kind of hated him because he just seemed like a cigarette smoking douchebag, kinda. Right. And there was a local sports writer in Sioux Falls who I regularly had beef with on Twitter when I was in high school. <laughs> and during right before that game, I made a bet because he just done a big like feature about how Mike Miller is like a key part of this team. I'm like, all right, like stop dick riding Mike Miller. <laughs> That's why I tweeted at him basically, and he and and he's and then I was like, he's not even gonna hit like two threes tonight. He's like, I will bet you that he hits more than two threes. I'm like, all right, loser has to publicly tweet that the other one knows basketball better. And then he went on to hit like six threes that game, and I had to tweet that out that Stu Whitney was a better basketball mind than me. And he retweeted it. He's he's beefing with his like 13 year old kid.
1: Oh my god, what a prick! And he's,
0: yeah, he he was not very popular. I think he retired since then. But yeah. I, I really enjoyed our back and forth. It would because he, he would respond pretty regularly. Yeah. Because I was tweeting at him probably like six times a day at that point. <laughs> I was he was rent free in my head. Oh. But I'm gonna go with Mike Miller just for putting uh, South Dakota on the map. He recently opened a restaurant in Sioux Falls called Let It Fly. Don't go. <laughs> no, really? I didn't have a, it. Wasn't a very good experience for me. It was right. It was their opening weekend, so I think they're oh, okay. They're a little busy.
1: See, that's my rule with new restaurants. Yep. I wait one month till after like they're open. Okay. Until they get their feet underneath
0: them. I think that probably would be fair. I, d- I should give him another try, but yeah, it was a rough go that
1: first time. What would you get? Bad food or
0: bad food took forever.
1: Mike wasn't there.
0: Mike wasn't even there. <laughs> Just terrible experience. Oh, uh, that sucks. But apparently, Mike's also like one of LeBron's favorite teammates. Yeah, that's what they say,
1: anyways. Yeah, I could see that. But
0: yeah, so Mike Miller for me. Got to give a shout out to the hometown guy. He I he did not. I was not a fan right away, but he's he's come around
1: um i would probably say next probably jimmer for oh that was awesome march madness yeah just like scoring 40 points in college basketball yeah that's a huge range he was like steph curry before steph curry he was yeah but obviously that didn't really translate to the nba because i think he's playing in europe now i think so too but yeah i just remember that one march madness he had with uiu just went off Mm -hmm. it was sick
0: so, yeah, mine actually is going to be a Mar- I'm going the March Madness vein as well. I'm going to go Doug McDermott. Oh, okay. Dougie, Dougie McBuckets. I, I thought his him. story is so cool. His dad was the coach, mm-hmm. and he was just this typical like white guy who just had a flamethrower and it could just shoot from anywhere. He was like, yeah, he was such a Troy Bolton story. Like, his dad's <laughs> the coach, and he's like, the point guard running the team, like the star player. Yeah, yeah. I just thought his, he had such a Disney-ass storyline to him that I th- always thought Doug McDermott was cool. I think he is still in the league somewhere.
1: I want to say Bulls, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I think Bulls, too. I forget where he went. But he, he's like
0: deep on our roster. But yeah, I'm going to go Doug McDermott.
1: I'm going to go Taco Fall next. Taco.
0: I don't have any big men on my list. That's what I, I was like thinking about. I just don't relate to them, but Taco is a great one.
1: Taco Fall at UCF mm. against Duke. Like, they almost made it to, like, the Final Four. I think they got kicked out of the Elite Eight. Or, no, Sweet 16 around there. Yep. But they almost beat that Zion Williamson team. They did. In that uh, tournament. So, And they had R.J. Barrett and uh, Reddish on yeah, that team, they, too. Yeah,
0: they that team was stacked.
1: Yeah, so uh, they should have won that game. They didn't score any points in, like, the last two minutes. But I just remember Taco Fall just, like, standing underneath the hoop and just <laughs> he don't does, even have to jump. He does, yeah, he literally could, like, dunk
0: for his tiptoes. Did you see... Uh, a couple games ago I think the rim was bent and I think Taco literally just like went and fixed it without even Oh, shooting. I think it was
1: Boban. Oh, was it Boban? Yeah, yeah, I think it was Boban.
0: Boban's a great one
1: too. <laughs> yeah, Boban.
0: Taco's great. He also gets such a great standing ovation whenever he does go into the game. People get so excited. Yeah, he's awesome. And like the way coaches use him is really smart. Like coaches will often put him in to like pass the ball in on like plays like if they have to get an oop to win a game or something like that. That's
1: really smart. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot.
0: I think he has a really bright future in the league as just a weird utility player who's just bigger than everyone and just does random things.
1: Right. Everyone loves a big man. Like that's some of the like super someone tall. who's
0: that big. Like that they're kind of a freak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's like wow. Andre
1: the Giant almost. It's just like a spectacle to see. Yep. Hundred percent. So. And like I think most big men are like really nice people. I do too. I Isn't that think weird?
0: It is very weird because you would think they would just be super mean, but when you think of all the. Famous big men like Shaq, Yao Ming,
1: Lenny from of Mice and Men.
0: Yeah, they're all just very kind, gentle souls. I wonder why that is, because they because they have to grow up kind of feeling a little like ostracized, like a little bit like a freak.
1: And it's like the opposite of like little man syndrome,
0: I guess. Yeah, maybe you're just so secure with yourself when you're that big, right? But I have a friend who's super tall, and he says, "You like, fucking asshole." <laughs> yeah,
1: he fucking
0: no, but every time we go out to a bar, he says one thing you don't notice is. Like all the guys will stare at him like like they're like ready to fight him at a moment's notice. He oh. says that's one of the weird things about being tall is like everyone is kind of like eyeing him up just like it doesn't like and he says random and I've seen it random dudes will come up to him when they're blackout drunk and like just pick try and pick fights with them for no reason. that's so
1: weird i I do not. <laughs>
0: i do a lot of stupid things when i'm drunk i don't think i've ever been the guy who like goes up to the biggest guy in the room seven and, like, foot tall man yeah like hey you want to fucking fight <laughs> yeah i see it all the time they just go up to him like hey look at this fucking big shit and they're like like shove him and stuff like that and every single time oh he God. just has to be like the bigger person <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the taller, i'm the
1: taller man here yeah it's so weird that's I, bizarre yeah i don't get that how are you that insecure about yourself that you have to do that
0: i don't know i mean you and i aren't the tallest guys in the world in the room
1: yeah i'm only like six eight so yeah like exactly. i don't i don't act like that yeah it's so, it's bizarre <laughs>
0: i mean anyone who's under six five i get that they're a little insecure <laughs> <'Cause> six <laughs> right. and six five is the world average of height despite mm-hmm. what the internet says but yeah it's bizarre i don't get it whatever yeah. just... never but never been my thought process whatsoever yeah if anything i just like fucking with my friend on the basketball court yeah. Because then he could just turn it on and just swap me for no reason. It's, <laughs> it just puts me in my place. It makes me like, ah, I'm just a little kid.
1: How tall is your friend?
0: He's 6'8, or he's 6'9. He's 6'9. He played center for the okay. high school basketball team. I called him the artist. I started a nickname. He was an artist because he was an artist in the paint.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah. I like that.
0: Yeah. It was a whole like thing. We did like a little paint celebration every time he scored. <laughs> we were that, I was that guy like who sat front row at the basketball games and just. So like kind of how Drake is now yeah, with yeah. the NBA, but I was that guy. And your it's team nice loses goal.
1: every game. Yeah, we sucked.
0: <laughs> we, were so, we were so bad. So but exactly I was like the one, Drake. Yeah, I was the one like screaming on the sidelines and just trying to be as loud as
1: possible. A lot of a lot of uh, chance of let's go.
0: Oh, there was yeah. Let's go was said <laughs> twenty times a game at least.
1: You're like, let's go where? Why does the guy keep saying that?
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, you got taco. That's a good one.
1: Taco, yeah.
0: And then number seven for me, I'm going to go with the man, the myth, the legend, Derek Fisher. Mm. Because
1: I like that one. Playing
0: 2K with, whenever I think basketball, I just think of like my high school friends because we were super into basketball. And playing 2K, we always just had this random like running joke. I don't know how it started, but we had this random running joke that Derek Fisher slayed puss like no other, <laughs> like no other like every time he would talk with doris burke we would cry laugh we would fall the ground crying <laughs> laughing and there even got to the point where did you guys ever write on each other's cars as like pranks in high school like uh, a little, little bit markers yeah yeah we would write on each other's cars just like d fish hearts doris burke and stuff like that <laughs> so we goofed about that forever and then a few years later, it came out that Matt Barnes had to drive up the highway because he found out Derek Fisher was hooking up with
1: his wife. Really? Yeah, Okay, don't, I didn't remember know, that. I don't remember that. At yeah,
0: all. yeah. De- Matt Barnes like, drove like six hours on the California Interstate pissed off to go fight Derek Fisher because oh Derek Fisher God. was hooking up with his wife or ex wife.
1: And I bet when you saw that story, you're like, no fucking
0: way. Yeah, I said, yeah. No fucking the way. group message blew up after that one. <laughs> like, it's, it's true, guys. Derek, true. Fish, Derek Fisher's a poo Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not good for him. Well, not good for him, but yeah, well, I he, see that. Yeah, yeah,
0: he he was an absolute dog. But also, imagine driving six hours pissed off. God, how pissed would you have to be to drive six hours? And you're
1: definitely not driving the speed limit. No, oh, you're, do- you're definitely dri- going dri- driving up over. the
0: California coast, <laughs> pissed off for six hours. Like <laughs> three hours, and you got to be like, all right, this is a bad idea. I right, sh- I should have probably just called her. God, <laughs> so or just really fly bad.
1: there. Yeah, you can't drive mad.
0: Yeah, for that I, long.
1: That is the definition like, of road rage.
0: Because then you got to hit that that last hour. And you're like, all right, I need to re hype myself up again to start playing like ACDC or something like that, just to get yourself angry yet again.
1: Or like being mad, pumping gas. Like that's <laughs> that's weird. true. You yeah. be, yeah, definitely got to had, stop. You
0: had to stop for gas. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: thirty on pump twelve. Yeah. <laughs> you're giving me this beef jerky too. <laughs>
1: It's like the little gas door. You just like shut it. Yeah. It. <laughs> but it
0: still just goes slow because it's on. It's on a stop. Yeah. He just tries to slam it. And the door just slowly closes. And imagine if he took a wrong turn at one point. And like, oh god. Off taking a U turn. Double gonna rage. Suck.
1: Yeah. Double rage on that one. Oh.
0: I hope I have all the facts right with that story. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Matt Barnes, Derek Fisher. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Oh yeah, Matt Barnes, Derek Fisher comes up right away. Yeah, they had a twenty fifteen feud where he learned about the then Knicks uh player was hooking up with his ex was dating his ex wife. <laughs> and yeah, he dro- <laughs> he drove up the California coast. Oh, oh that is hilarious. He drove no- oh it wasn't six it wasn't six hours. It was he drove ninety five miles. That's still a good amount.
1: Of That's time. still good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, you got the L.A. traffic or whatever. Exactly. It was in California,
0: California. so I'm sure it was a long 95 mile. It was not like a Fargo 95. No, definitely not. But yeah, I got to go with Derek Fisher for that reason alone.
1: And just like imagine like when he's driving. He probably had so many like fake arguments in his head that he won. Oh, 100%. He knew exactly.
0: He wrote, he thought about every single way that this was going to go down. It's
1: like, if he says this, well, I'm going to say this. Then he
0: probably probably just ended with him opening the door and just bursting out crying. All the emotions just came at him in that exact moment and he's like
1: so mad he's just stutters he can't get any like thoughts out <laughs> of what he had in his head
0: completely yeah Derek <laughs> Fisher says the one thing that he didn't rehearse yeah. for and it just
1: completely <laughs> stumped him yeah <laughs> he won a lot of fake arguments though in his head
0: yeah pretty much so Derek <laughs> Fisher just for making a man mad enough to drive 95 miles yeah
1: props to him I guess uh one Derek Fisher memory I have is he was with the lakers against the spurs mm-hmm. and he hit that game winning shot with 0. 0.04 seconds left yeah the quickest buzzer
0: beater i think ever in, in the in nba yeah. yeah
1: and that was very impressive because that was like a deep mid-range shot so that was like that was over crazy. tim duncan i think too something like that and he was like fading away to his left Yep, i believe I, yep so that was I, that was i think the series was tied to two yep so when i saw that i was like holy shit i've never seen anything like that before yeah just to get the ball off in less than half a second. Is yeah, because in, in
0: 2K he had a notoriously long release too. His his three point release was very long.
1: Right. And just to like just throw it up like that is yeah insane. Plus he was a lefty, so that's also cool. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Big Derek Fisher fan.
1: D fish.
0: All right, who's number seven for you?
1: Um, I like this guy in college a lot. He's not a great NBA player, but Javon Carter. Okay. With West Virginia. I just liked him playing with Huggins at West Virginia. He always played hard. I like West Virginia because they press a lot. I'm a big pr- watching the press, like that. So, so were you?
0: Awesome. What were your thoughts on the Michigan Wisconsin beat from this week? Because
1: oh, with that Juwan would, Howard,
0: yeah, that had to do with the fact that Wisconsin was pressing or Michigan was pressing.
1: I don't know. I didn't watch the game, but I saw the end. But yeah,
0: one team was pressing the other, and they called a timeout, and that's what pissed Juwan Howard off because the uh, game was like over, and I think I think it was Wisconsin was pressing when the game was like well out of hand
1: well then i saw something like juan howard called a timeout when he was up by 15 like two weeks before that yeah so like i don't know so he's
0: got a history of doing it and but like, he's suspended now for the rest of the season
1: the rest of the regular season yeah he will be around for conference play yeah and michigan's not that great this year although no. howard's a decent coach but you don't swing at a coach like that yeah it's very <laughs> immature yeah i was like oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and i have a juan howard jersey at home
1: Oh, yeah. Well, NBA All Star. Well, beard so you can wear it.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. I don't know. Javon Carter is just kind of my guy. I, I like to watch him a lot. Him and like Cassius Winston with Michigan State. I like that. So, yeah. I
0: respect that. All right. So, now for my point five, I'm going to go with someone who I've never, I've never even seen a highlight of this guy play. The closest thing I've seen to this guy playing is they showed a few clips during the last dance, but I'm going to go with Charles Barkley. I've not seen a single play that Charles Barkley has ever played besides those few random clips in the last dance. But just what he does as a commentator far and away makes him awesome to me. I think he's so cool. I think the stuff he says about Skip Bayless always makes me really laugh. Mm Mm-hmm. The stuff he says about San Antonio women has me crying <laughs> churros, laughing. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> inside the NBA. The stuff he
0: says, yeah, the stuff he says about ESPN dying laughing. Yep. Says that he's not going to go to ESPN because I'll work him like a dog and not pay him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Charles Barkley, I just think he's truly, this phrase is overused at times, but I think he is like a national treasure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a homework assignment for everybody. My favorite Charles Barker clip is him and Michael Jordan on Oprah. This is like in 2005. That's a great one. 2005. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. If anybody hasn't seen it, go watch it. It's super funny. Yeah, he
0: comes off so much more likable than Jordan in that one. Right. And it's like Oprah. So, like, everyone comes off likable, but he's just so, he's such a humble guy considering who he was on the court. It's very, right. he's a very interesting demeanor. But yeah, absolutely hilarious. They go over his golf swing. Right. They talk about betting. It kind of sucks that him and Jordan aren't friends anymore.
1: I think they are, aren't they?
0: No, apparently not. Apparently, uh, they haven't talked in a few years because Charles criticized how Michael was as an owner, and they haven't talked. Like, at the NBA 75 thing, they were standing next to each other, and they didn't talk at all.
1: Oh, no, that sucks.
0: Yeah. So, hopefully, they can make amends once, because I think Charles said he's retiring in two years.
1: God, it's just, so like, a, it just like a it's just like a big high school. Like it really boys, is. A, NBA, the players. NBA
0: is hundred percent just a big high school. That's why I love it. <laughs> like the, there's so much just unnecessary petty drama in the NBA. He's not talking to him because of this and. She and she, he's not talking to him. And,
1: and then, weren't they talking like Kevin Garnett didn't talk to Ray Allen or some shit oh, like that? Yeah,
0: exactly. The Celtics still feud, even though the Celtic, that Celtics team is the most overrated team in league history. I don't
1: even know Garnett and Ray Allen were beefing.
0: Oh, yeah, because they didn't like that Ray Allen went to the Heat. Oh, that's And what it th- was. they still have not talked to him because of that. They even like came out and said, like, yeah, Ray would never go to our charity events. It just threw him under
1: the bus. Oh as my a God. Person. I hate that so much. Yeah, I, so I do petty. not like that Celtics <laughs> team at all.
0: Ray Allen is probably my favorite player on that Celtics team besides Scalabrini. What Rondo. Rondo's, Rondo's cool. I do like Rondo. But yeah, that Celtics team, we see it on Twitter all the time, but nobody milks one championship more than that one team.
1: Yeah. In the NBA, I would probably agree. I can't think of anybody else. Yeah, they just always
0: are talking about like, oh, we had to build a team. We want a chip. And, yeah. and they get together for yearly dinners too, and they always post on Instagram like, we got this group of champions back together again. It's like, Jesus Christ, it's another year past. Am I, am I just... <laughs> Getting older. Right. What's going
1: on? Yeah, they have like gray hair in their beard. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much.
0: But yeah, I would say Dar- Charles Barkley, just for that reason.
1: Yeah. Like um half. Who would I pick? Legend. Legend.
0: Yeah, it could be a legend. Could be like a coach, could be any just any half player, is kind of what I went
1: with. I was gonna say Nate Robinson, but that's a low-hanging fruit joke. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Uh I'll say George Mikan. Okay. Yeah. He wore like glasses on the court. He did. <laughs> yeah. He was just pretty baller. Right. I guess he played at the old armory in downtown Minneapolis with the Lakers. Yeah. So I mean just cool Mid- Minneapolis history.
0: The original Kirk Heinrich.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could say that. I mean, yeah, he was a great player in the like the forties and fifties and all that. Yeah. So I don't know. I just like that he wore glasses. Yeah. And he got a good hook shot, it looked like from the old black and white highlights I've seen. So
0: my dad loved him.
1: That's did it. you see him play?
0: I don't know, but I always talks about how George Mikan did things the right way cuz that's such a dad thing to oh talk my God, about. I hate that. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, a dad's list of favorite players is like George Mikan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Larry Bird.
1: Just anyone who Tim Duncan probably Tim, du- oh, Tim
0: Duncan is probably the last good player they had left. Yeah. Although my dad does like uh Jimmy Butler a lot. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I like Jimmy Butler a lot. Too. Jimmy Butler's he's awesome. He's super funny. He's
0: close to being on this list for me. Yeah. He He may, maybe he'll take off Mike Miller someday. You know,
1: people but... always say, what, what player could play in any era? I always think Jimmy Butler is one of those guys. 100%. Just got that like mental toughness. Well, it's because he's Michael other. Jordan's son. That is true. That's I didn't what think that's think people say. Yeah. You know? He's like, uh, who's like a Kent Bazemore. he's uh, he's the thabo cephalosha with good marketing
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) he's thabo cephalosha with a coffee shop that he made in the bubble (laughs) i do like that the heat are doing well this year because i liked that bubble team i'm glad that bubble
1: team was awesome
0: they were really cool tyler hero duncan robinson
1: before the bubble started i did a bet that the finals would be the lakers and the heat really plus 900 what made you think that i like the heat like I thought like they They were built
0: perfectly for the
1: bubble, right? And they like were in Miami, so they weren't too far away from the bubble. Yep, that's kind of my logic. And they were playing well before everything shut down.
0: Yeah, and they were young players, so they weren't like missing their wives. They were just like hanging out playing video games and stuff like that. Right, that was the biggest thing.
1: And I think I knew Jimmy Butler would just be driven just to do well, and obviously he did.
0: Yeah, because when he signed with the Heat, everyone was just saying, "Oh, he's just gonna be a first round exit now for the rest of his career."
1: Right, and And then they went. Yeah, they almost won that Mickey Mouse ring. So
0: they almost did, but LeBron got the Mickey. LeMickey won the Mickey Mouse <laughs> ring instead. Yeah. I loved. Uh, I totally forgot. What I was just. It was. Jimmy, it was Jimmy Butler related. I, I. No, I remember now. I love how a few off seasons ago he cut off his internet just so he could focus on training for a whole summer.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: That's insane.
1: More people, more NBA players should do that.
0: I would probably agree, but also, an entire offseason without internet—that's rough.
1: Yeah, that's tough. Like you don't like. Fine.
0: I always agree. Like I think the players should like care more a little bit and stuff like that. But at the same time, doing something that extreme, I don't think anyone else in the league does that besides Jimmy Butler.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. One kind of player in the same realm is like Jalen Brown with the Celtics. Yeah,
0: he's cut of the same cloth.
1: Right. Like he doesn't go on social media at all, mm-hmm. and like he's super duper smart. Like. Like, doing MIT stuff and, like, reads books all the time. That's what
0: I like. I like when players have, like, other interests, but it's still – it's, like, building businesses and stuff like that. I mean, I think it's why I'm so hard on James Harden. Like, his only other interest is the Canadian ballet. (laughs) But, yeah, I like – yeah, like, Jalen Brown's, like, going to MIT. That's why I I do enjoy that Rogers, like, shows that he's, like, a bookworm and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Like, I I think it's cool when players show their. I mean, I literally – I went down. I went and looked up the books that Aaron Rodgers like recommended on the Pat McAfee Show book club, and I like wrote them down. I'm like, I don't want to check these out. I think stuff like that is inspiring for other fans to like, kind of like shows them like, hey, maybe don't watch every single sports game. Maybe like,
1: right, maybe get better, off
0: re- better yourself a little bit. Yeah,
1: maybe get off Reddit and get off Twitter and like, yeah, go touch grass. Go touch grass. Read a fucking book. <laughs>
0: Pretty much. Yeah, I think that is cool. That's actually a perfect segue to the next thing I wanted to talk about. So one guy who's probably not. Super into like the hard work and all that by the scene, by how it looks, is Zion Williamson. He's been in the news this week because mm-hmm. JJ Reddit came out and said he can admit that Zion is a detached teammate. Zion hadn't talked to CJ McCollum for two weeks, even though CJ McCollum's like probably a top 40 player in the league that just joined his team.
1: Has he played any games with the Pelicans yet?
0: Nope, he's going to start after the All Star break. Okay. But he's been on the team now for two weeks and he had not heard from Zion. Apparently, he has now. But that just seemed bizarre that Zion hasn't even like reached out and talked to him. And then yeah, JJ Reddick came out and said, I was his teammate last year, and he's just a very detached teammate. He kinda well, yeah. just like one foot out the door, it seems like. Well, he
1: doesn't want to be on the Pelicans. Yeah. That's what it comes down And that's to. what
0: I wanted to ask you. Like, do you think he owes do you think players owe a team a fair shot if they get drafted to somewhere they don't want to go? Especially if they are of like Zion's stature mm. where they're like once in a generation, because it seems like he hasn't even given the Pelicans really a chance. And maybe he has. Maybe there's stuff going on behind the scenes we don't know about. But from the moment he's been there, it's kind of seemed like he's just kind of waiting for this contract to run out so he can go somewhere
1: else. Yeah, I think you him one year just to prove that you are good. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I mean, if you don't like being there. It is
0: your career. You, you have one. There? I'm a big proponent that you have one shot at your career and you got to do it the way you want to do it. But I also think I see like an entire city that's very like committed to him. Like I was in New Orleans. He's on every single like poster there. Like there was a million Zion jerseys and he was, he hadn't played for, he hasn't played yet this season. And I don't know. It's shitty for the fans, I think. Yeah. If, I don't care about the organization at all. Organization can kick rocks. Right. I think he just saw the Anthony Davis thing and just assumed he's like, all right, I'm just gonna go gotta go serve my four years and then I'll be out of here. Yeah, yeah, So and that's that's what it feels like. And maybe he's even gonna demand a trade before that. I mean, I I don't think anyone expects him to be on the Pelicans in three years time, no, they?
1: At this point, no, no. No, chance. he'll
0: I think he'll be off by the start of next season. I Where think he'll get traded do this Do You think off-season. he
1: wants to just go to a winner or a bigger market, or what do you think?
0: Um, that's a good question. I would imagine New York. Yeah. Maybe I kind of still feel like he was very into. I mean, we were all very excited that he was going to potentially go to the Knicks.
1: Yeah, because they the missed out in the lottery. Yeah. Yep. Everyone
0: right. was very excited. I remember. I remember even the day after I was listening to like all the talk shows the day after that lottery, and everyone was just like Zion, please sit out. Like the the media didn't even give. The Pelicans a chance. Everyone was like advocating for Zion to sit out another year, just so he didn't go to the Pelicans. (laughs) It was rough. I I don't know how New Orleans. Like I was one of those people too. I was pissed, and now looking back at it, I'm like, damn, how did how did New Orleans probably feel about that? They just lost a generational superstar, and they, by the grace of the gods, they get another one. Right. And everyone's just saying, oh, you should sit out for another year.
1: I mean, if if he was on the Knicks right now, he would. I think he'd be playing. Yes, I agree. Completely. I don't think you'd be like sitting out and doing this all this pitter patter. Hundred percent. So
0: it's literally it's just like I don't know if you've ever been in a job like this. I've been in a few where you take a job just because like oh it's better than the current job I have, but I know it's not right. I what I want to be doing long term. And then you just never buy in. And then from in my case, three years passed by where that I'm like oh shit, I'm just kind of mm-hmm. half in half out right now. And three years of my life have gone by, and I've like I never got like a promotion, never got a raise or anything, and. I mean, I was applying for other jobs and stuff, but I just never got anywhere. I'm just like, I'm in the exact same place I was three years ago, just because I haven't bought all the way in or all the way out.
1: Yeah, I see what you're saying. And like, he could just go balls to the wall and try to build a team in New Orleans. He could. But I mean, he's just not that personality, it seems like.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, New Orleans has made a lot of moves to surround him with talent. I mean, obviously, Anthony Davis trade, they were able to recoup a lot. Mm. And then... CJ McCollum's a really good compliment Mm -hmm. to Zion. So I think he's just at a point he needs to either go all in or all out. If he wants to go all out, I I honestly just say at this point, just demand the trade. It'll be easier for both sides. Right. Because they're going to hold on to him as long as they can, obviously. Yeah. Organizations are going to always cling to superstars as long as they can.
1: And you get some good capital off of zion yeah but it's, but it's it's
0: going down and down for the team right so like it's better off for even the team if they if you know you want out just tell
1: them now right because you're not helping us right now exactly yeah, it's yeah.
0: just going terrible for both sides so if, yeah yeah zion's got to choose either all in or all out i agree yeah we'll see where
1: he goes yeah we'll, i agree we'll probably go to the lakers with lebron dude could you imagine i think that could happen ah <sighs>
0: What would they give up? Westbrook? Probably. (laughs) That would be a dream scenario.
1: (laughs) I don't think it happens, but. Uh, Maybe the Nets?
0: No, I think it would be the Knicks or maybe even the Grizzlies with Ja. Oh,
1: that's a good one. I can see that. I,
0: I do think people are overreacting. All on Twitter, you just see like, oh, turns out that Shaw and zion is turning out like greg odin and kevin durant like, i think that's a, that's a bit of an overreaction when zion plays he's really good he averages 27 points yes he's still very good he's not greg odin yet no but i get what people are saying like yeah. they're a little worried about that and i think a lot of fans are right now
1: mm-hmm. i'd agree yeah and he's got crazy good ball skills around the hoop so yeah I mean, he just needs to lose a little weight
0: yeah overall. exactly
1: but get off that gumbo yeah That food's way too good in
0: and Yeah, it really is. (laughs) It's rough. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little XFL. Jared, I don't know about you, but I have been gambling nonstop on both college and NBA basketball these last few days. Same. It's a blast. I forgot Mm -hmm. how much fun betting basketball is.
1: And it's every night.
0: It is every night, yeah. Yeah. I don't have to wait every week. Mm -hmm. And the best way to do it, obviously, is with DraftKings, DraftKings. which is the official sports betting partner of this here podcast you're listening to. Oh, yeah. DraftKings. What I love is DraftKings has it all. You can bet, obviously, the lines, money lines, the spreads, all that stuff. But You can also bet they always have super fun player props, Mm -hmm. weekly props, same game parlays. Yep. All that fun stuff. And something I've personally really become infatuated with is daily fantasy. Oh, yeah. That's a blast with basketball. Yeah. Just get Russell Westbrook on your team and you're set.
1: And it's way better than doing like a fantasy league throughout the entire year. You can just do a new team every night.
0: Same. I did my, I have my uh, fantasy basketball team that like league that I'm a part of. And I'm already, I've been out of the season for months because just the first three weeks I forgot to set my lineup every single day, which is so annoying.
1: Right. And it's this is like kind of on your time, on your watch with DraftKings. Exactly. Yeah. Like
0: some nights I don't play, some nights I can play. It's mm-hmm. perfect. So yeah, I'm a big fan of Daily Fantasy. I think that's what I'm going to stick with for basketball just here on out. Yep. And I'm obviously, I'm going to do it with DraftKings.
1: Yep. Same.
0: So if you guys want to get in on the best lines, if you want to play the best Daily Fantasy, if you just want to make money this basketball season, if you want to become a an aggressive investor in basketball, then DraftKings is the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. I agree. So head over to DraftKings now. Get your bet on. Must be 21 years or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Gambler. 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 (sighs) So we've been talking about basketball during this episode. But some small part of me still misses football.
1: I don't know what it is. A small part of you, a big part of me misses it, football.
0: We've been watching in the office. We've been watching just they've been putting like the ten best games of the year yep, on, on NFL and Network. I've been watching like every single play. Mm-hmm. It's Roger Goodell has us hooked. Yes, He's the crack daddy of America. <laughs> Cracked
1: at the heroin daddy.
0: It's absurd. Mm-hmm. It, it's gotten so bad that I started looking into these XFL and USFL things. I've never watched a single snap of any of them, but this year I'm probably going to have to do it.
1: Don't make fun of it. It's is it's it a good time. Is it's it? a good time.
0: So the thing I saw is that the XFL is planning to be a Petri dish for football innovation and prospect development. Did you see that story? Yep, heard about like it. Like they're partnering with the NFL. They're going to try out new rules and stuff like that, and they're just going to be a spot for players to go develop, which I think is really cool because – I think there's a lot of players who fall through the cracks in college or just through any circumstances. They don't get in the NFL, and this is a good opportunity for them to showcase their abilities, and it gives the fans something to watch in spring.
1: Yes. And that's it's perfect. It's a win, 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 win.
0: The thing is they just need a, a star to join one of these leagues, like a Tebow, a Manziel, just someone for us to watch because once that happens, I think fans are going to
1: flock to these leagues. Right, because like USFL just had their draft. And there's Mm -hmm. not a lot of big names. Who was the one you said was
0: like the biggest name?
1: Shea Patterson. Shea Patterson, He played for Michigan. And then maybe... He's a Jim
0: Harbaugh brainchild.
1: Yes. And then Paxton Lynch, he was a first-round pick. Yeah. And that's all I kind of know of in the USFL, which is kind of sad.
0: Yeah. I just think if they can get one name in there, I think that's going to be huge for them. Yep. But these got me thinking, we need... If everyone's just going to create their... if. Dwayne Johnson can create his own football league. Dwayne The
1: Rock Johnson. Dwayne,
0: the, I'm sorry, Mr. Mister The. <laughs> but if they can do it, if Vince McMahon can do it, why can't we do it, mm-hmm. Jared? Why can't we have the Goose Football League?
1: The Goose Football League?
0: I don't know. <laughs> the best thing I can think of. <laughs> so we need to come up with our own football league and what rules we would implement in this league. Right. I'll go first. My first rule is you can't retire unless it's on top. People have. If you join this league, you have to play until you win a championship. So, oh, that's awful. Even if that means you just like ring chase at the end and you're just like a backup on some team, I think players have to stay in until they experience winning a championship. Because here's why.
1: I don't like that at all. Here's why.
0: (laughs) I don't know how you grew up, but in my house, you were not. We were not quitters in the Kennedy household. You had to finish until you had to keep going until the job was done. And I think that's what these players need to do too.
1: So Andrew Luck
0: is a quitter, and I will not stand for that. <laughs> and I think these guys need to stay through until the job is done. And the job is not complete, obviously, until they've won a
1: championship. So in theory, with your rule, yes, you'd have people play until they're sixty. But I think at
0: the end, you just you just hop, you just like a bandwagon, like you're like a Greg Oden, just like playing zero minutes a game, just on whatever championship team.
1: Or like Juwan Howard, wasn't Juwan Howard the same way? He was the
0: exact no. same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically the coach for the heat at that point
1: so you have to like dress in full uniform in your 60s and yes. just stand on the sidelines
0: <laughs> yes i think that and then, but then you get a championship how fulfilling does that feel i guess maybe not if you're not playing at all <laughs> i
1: mean if you don't want to play i don't think it's that fulfilling maybe not but right it's like if you're at a bad job and your company wins a big award that they've been chasing like it's like eh, i don't really care
0: that's true okay i'm spitballing here you got any you got anything
1: yes okay 30 minute halves okay <laughs> <laughs> i just think it'd be kind of cool. 60
0: 60 minutes of football so the same amount of football as the nfl mm-hmm. but instead of that that does eliminate breaks there's no quarter break i think that makes the coin toss a bigger deal in terms of like the wind because right. obviously you want the wind at your back probably second half
1: mm-hmm. yep and they can make media timeout maybe like at the 20 minute mark
0: yeah something like you that. have
1: a 15 minute warning and then a two minute warning yeah so, I think that'd be kind of neat. A 15 minute warning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I like would love one. to see how teams would
0: adjust at the 15 minute warning. It's kind of <laughs> like
1: a quarter break, but pretty much. Yeah. So, I think that'd be kind of cool. But just a
0: built in timeout for a team that's running the 15 minute drill. Yeah. yeah like, All exactly. right. We got a three timeouts plus the 15 minute warning.
1: <laughs> Another one I have is make the hash marks even wider, wider than they are in college. Okay. So, like, so you
0: could have the ball like five yards from the sideline.
1: Yeah. That would be cool. I think that'd be kind of neat because then that would open up the game. Big time then, too.
0: I would love to see how play callers would adjust to, like, having the ball way on that side. Like, having, obviously, all your receivers to one side. Just Like, the route patterns and stuff like that would be very interesting. Right. And like Because that's a whole lot of field to, like, the left or the right they would have
1: to cover. Right, and then you could, like, open up the playbook pretty crazy then, too. Yeah. With, like, a drag route going all the way to, like, the pylon or whatever. Yeah. So, I think like just even opening it up even more than it is in college would be cool.
0: I think that would be cool, too. I have one that is... I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I think after scoring touchdown for extra points, if they want to go for one, they do it from the 10. If they want to go for two, they do it from the 20, 30, and you can go all the way down to like your own 10 yard line, basically.
1: And that'd be worth like nine or 10 points. Yeah. Okay. I think that'd be oh, cool. cool. That yeah. just,
0: that just keeps the game going for as long as possible. Like you're never really out of a game. Cause you could hypothetically score a nine point play after a touchdown.
1: So devil's advocate. Somebody goes for a nine play. They throw it fifty yards downfield and there's pass interference. What? what, How does the rule adjust then?
0: Um, like defensive pass interference. Uh yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say they get the ball at the spot of the foul and it's still like a nine point play. Really? Yeah, because they're not. No one's gonna throw it ninety yards. If you if you get beat on two hail marys in a row, you deserve to have.
1: But what if the refs are fucky?
0: Well they're not in our league there's gonna be the refs are gonna be perfect.
1: Oh okay. we're not gonna have we're not gonna have any I thought you're gonna say we're gonna have no refs. Yeah, exactly. You and me are gonna be the refs.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna have it figured out by then.
1: Well, no, we're gonna be uh we're gonna have people watching a bar and if everyone's in agreement it's a yeah. penalty, then it's a penalty. Yeah, we
0: have we have crowdsourcing. <laughs> you can do polls on Twitch these days, and we're just gonna we're just gonna ask the fans.
1: Oh, that sounds that would not work. That would take forever. <laughs> And you get, like, the Homers or, like, whoever's the bigger fan base. Yeah, whoever, all the whoever has the
0: biggest Reddit fan base. Yeah, yeah, I don't think much. that would work. No, not at all.
1: Nope. There's nope. there's
0: some ways we can incorporate the fans in football, but I don't think voting on penalties is it. I, I think
1: fans make football worse, so. I, um, I
0: would agree with that, actually.
1: <laughs> so I leave them out of, like, all the decision-making. Yeah, just yeah. cheer. Yeah, just cheer. Yeah. Sh- shut up and sip your beer. Pretty much. Um. What else do I had one. I just forgot it.
0: Um. Another one I have is like we were talking earlier about day drinking games the biggest one in like Pong is a celeb shot I think you get one celeb play per game like every player does so you get to bring in one like a celebrity or just anyone for one play per game to like make a play for you so you can call like an NFL guy or you can just call a fan in the stands Wow! if they're just if they're talking shit like if you're a receiver and a fan is talking shit to you all game like all right, you're my one celeb play get in there and just get and we're gonna run you across the middle you're just gonna get leveled (laughs) I I think that that would really open things up. And then if you have a good relationship with, like, an NFL player, like, you'd be like, oh, okay, let's get uh, Saquon Barkley in here for this one play just to
1: tear it up. Yeah, then he tears his knee up or something. Pretty
0: Probably, yeah. since he's a bust. Yeah, well,
1: that's not true, but we'll see. Giants suck. He doesn't suck. Um, My next one would probably be six-man football. Okay. I see a lot of six-man football highlights on YouTube, and there's just, like, so many points scored, and fans love it when points are scored, so... Yep. Plus, that makes the skill positions a lot more attractive to come to the league to get some of that bigger names. That is,
0: yeah, I do think that is something I have to do.
1: And people love watching score, and I think we good for TV ratings, and it's a lot of fun to watch too. Six band football.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. So that's uh, my proposal. I think the last one I have, unless I can think of something else, but the last one I have is we got to bring back clotheslining, where they hold <laughs> hold hands and just deck people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I. I guess I go back and forth on whether it makes sense to make the game more violence or not. Cause I see both sides to the arguments, but I think for our league, we're going to make this, is our, our leagues for big boys. There's no crying in the GFL. Unless okay. it's me, unless it's me. <laughs> but I'm going to say we bring back clothes lining.
1: Okay. I don't hate that one. Like you bring back tripping too. Just tripping. <laughs> yeah. You can trip. Tripping people. is
0: such a dick move. I don't know why. Yeah, Yeah. Like for some reason, like, like Vonte's burfa could lay out Antonio Brown and I'm like yeah that sucks but if you like were to trip Antonio Brown I would be like he's a villain get him out of the league throw yeah. him in jail what I don't a,
1: know why that is He's like what a wimp why did he trip him Pretty much <laughs> yeah think yeah. I, like, I just
0: think back to like bullies back in the day <laughs> in high school like yeah hit him like tackle him do whatever you want but don't trip the guy
1: Right yeah I don't uh- know why I feel that way I think my next one would probably be allow steroids. Yes. Lot, yes.
0: We got to see what the human body is actually capable
1: of. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: We gotta allow steroids. I allow any drug. Let them drink while they play. Let yeah, them smoke. Yeah.
1: Let them do whatever. Right. But no celebrations, though. No. No. Yeah.
0: Zero celebrations whatsoever. <laughs> if you so much as fist pump. Dude, that would be so funny. Get some, get like a player good and drunk. Let them score a touchdown. And just watch them restrain from celebrating <laughs> whatsoever. I can't, I can't like not celebrate when I play Madden. Let alone if you like actually perform like a physically impressive play and like you can't even smile like we penalize you for anything more than just handing the ball to the ref
1: right yeah take the larry fitzgerald barry sanders approach yeah yeah
0: we could every player also has a heart rate monitor so we have to, even if they get excited after they score <laughs> they get penalized we have to see who's the most zen players
1: right in our league yeah, we don't want any of the hooting or hollering after the play. Just hand the ball to the ref. Yeah, but you're allowed to trip him if you want. Yeah, you can trip him. You can drink. You can smoke. Do whatever. Yeah,
0: our league is very pro defense. <laughs> right. <laughs> the sounds yeah. of it. The defense can celebrate all they want after plays. So we gotta, <laughs> we gotta have the wide receivers get humbled a little bit. Right.
1: Yeah, I like that. Get tripped up a little bit. Yeah. You got anything else? Um. Yeah. Let's see. I, I'd say mic up every player yeah I think that'd be really that'd be fun cool, let man. them
0: have their phones on the sidelines i mm-hmm. think that'd be interesting let them go instagram live let them do whatever
1: or like have somebody like live stream on tw- twitch like one of the players yeah it'd be kind of cool because then
0: you could actually get the fans involved if that is something we wanted to do right in terms of play calling
1: and the opposing team can watch that twitch and s- steal all the plays. <laughs>
0: stream snipe <laughs> yeah yeah
1: stream snipe it so
0: that'd be really funny
1: so that'd be a good way to grow the sport so i like that one
0: yeah I think we're on i think we're on to something here mm-hmm We'll see. Maybe the fans will watch this clip and give us some more advice. But I think we'll get the ball rolling on this. We got some investors already. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've talked to my mom. She said Valentine's Day is past, so I'm not gonna get any more money. But my birthday's coming up. Oh, there you go. Your birthday's good coming good. up. We yeah. can combine our birthday money. Yep. How much does it cost to start a league? Well, it depends on how much you want to pay the
1: players. Oh, we're not pay off we're yeah. giving them alcohol but we're not gonna pay him. yeah come on yeah it's a
0: five dollar cover to get, into the, <laughs> to get into the field that would be hilarious you have a bouncer so you like to get in you have to show your id to yep. pay you have to pay a cover
1: <laughs> you have to pay to play yeah much. I, I like that i was just thinking some way to make the fan experience better too but i can't think of anything there's gotta be something
0: yeah. i think having i think we're already heading this way towards the nfl but having like betting kiosks in stadium mm-hmm. or even just like per like every seat, I think we'll eventually get to that point. I think baseball will head to that way pretty soon. Like yeah. having kiosks on every seat or something like that.
1: And I think in New Jersey, like where the Giants and Jets play, like they let you in free to their betting area because mm-hmm. they know you're spending money. Like yeah, at exactly. Bar, no brainer. Betting, all that. Yeah, so that makes sense too.
0: Yeah. Obviously, we're biased towards that since we are a gambling podcast at our heart, but I'm trying to think of something else we do for fans. The fans can can drink for free, too. Sure. Why not? Yeah, yeah. As long as you have a ride home.
1: Yes, yes.
0: You have to have proof that you're going to get an Uber later
1: on. Or like no parking lot so nobody can drive. Oh, yeah.
0: We got to make the parking experience absolute hell so nobody drives to the game. Right.
1: We'll make it like five miles away from the stadium.
0: Yeah. How can we make the
1: fan experience
0: just worse in sports (laughs) overall? The nachos uh, are even shittier. It's just shredded, che- it's cold shredded <laughs> cheese. It's not even the melted cheese, it's just right. cold shredded cheese on top of chips.
1: Yeah. RC Cola.
0: RC, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is is, Cocoa, is Pepsi okay? No, we don't have Pepsi either. We just have
1: RC Coca-Cola. Cola. Yeah. It's like Cleveland Brown Stadium. <laughs>
0: yeah. We got to get, get the worst food mixtures possible, give them the worst stomach ache and just clog the bathrooms. Or it's
1: like, or like,
0: one, we have one bathroom in the entire stadium. Oh, that'd be chaos. <laughs> that would be absolute hell. We would have people uh, peeing everywhere
1: on the floor. Let's oh, let's do this. The suites are cheaper than like the nosebleeds.
0: Yeah, so the suites f- f- sell out right away. Right,
1: so uh, it's like the like the lunch pail guys. They're but, all the suites.
0: Yeah, but the suites have no air conditioning at all.
1: Right. Yeah, <laughs> just, that might be a problem.
0: There's a random wind gust or something like
1: that. <laughs> right. it makes everyone
0: really cold.
1: Right. We could just say BYOB. You know, bring your own booze. Yeah, just have it be your own party. Yeah, I like that. We
0: can have the whole stadium be a potluck.
1: Style thing. Everyone has to bring a dish to get in. That'd be really fun. I like that a lot. I think
0: that'd be just a really fun fan experience for everyone.
1: Yeah, and you make friends. And
0: well, that's that's what a day at the GFL is all about. Making (laughs) making friends. (laughs) We have to make it as fun as possible for the fans and just shitty for the players as possible. (laughs) The most most fan friendly league of all time.
1: you're drinking on the field like the fans are having a great time yeah it'd just, just be damn. chaos
0: yeah you're like damn i should just retire but i can't because <laughs> i have not won a championship yet
1: <laughs> i'm up for medicare and i still can't retire
0: <laughs> like, my team just can't get this damn ring <laughs> fucking Damian lillard of the of the gfl is just in hell right. he's flagged, like he just dies basically <laughs> just because he
1: refuses to jump ship oh man he's
0: not running from the grind
1: <laughs> yeah i don't think he'll be coming to our league probably not maybe as a celebrity though Oh so I yeah. gets a sled
0: play. Mm-hmm. Well it'll be a fun time. Uh you got anything else for the people before we wrap this some bitch up? Um, I, didn't, I didn't cry.
1: Not yet. I, I'm well, looking it's for... not over yet. <laughs> it's true. It's not over yet. Um I got nothing. Like the Warriors tomorrow, tomorrow. against the Blazers. Or on Thursday. Yeah. Depends what this comes out.
0: Any college basketball you like this weekend? I
1: still haven't really looked yet. Um Alabama's a good bet. Yeah. Auburn, I think, will be coming back from their loss against Florida.
0: I will say, yeah, as we enter the second half of the NBA season, I'm going to say, watch out for the Heat and the Bucks. Yes. I think both of them are going to be solid bets. The Nuggets are usually a solid bet out West. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say it. Don't sleep on those Lakers. No. Don't sleep on those Lakers. LeBron's about to enter zero dark 30 mode. He's about to turn off his social media like he does every playoffs. And he's about to be unstoppable.
1: When Anthony Davis comes back, maybe, but. Couple weeks from now, in the coming, yeah, and then these next two weeks. I
0: Poor, know. I feel so bad for LeBron. He went. Yeah, from he's pl- fine. He's he went fine. from playing with he's Steph fine. Curry this weekend. He's going to show up Russell Westbrook on, on today.
1: He's got like twenty billion dollars. He's fine. Only one. <laughs> oh, okay. I do feel bad for him now. Yeah. Okay.
0: Jordan's got more money than LeBron does. Does he really? I guess. That oh, makes from sense. like endorsements and stuff. I well, I saw a Twitter thread about all the stuff that Jordan's invested, and in. he's had a lot of really good investments. Yeah. Like he invested in. Epic games that people made Fortnite, like, before they even made Fortnite. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. He's made a ton of money. And his golf course is really nice. And when he just mm. opened, it has drones that deliver you beer.
1: I don't think it's shook it up.
0: I don't know how that works. I don't you know would that. You like would assume that. so. I, I wonder if he even... What if there's even not cans? What if it's just, like, open tap beers that are just... <laughs> like, it's, like half, it's, like, half full once it gets to you.
1: Or, or like, you're golfing and, like... Somebody else is getting the beer delivered and the drone flies over your head and you get like spilled beer on oh, your head.
0: <laughs> oh, I hate, there's nothing more I hate than having a liquid spilled on my head. Yeah. And, like right in your back swing, just all of a sudden just like a beer sloshes onto your
1: face. And it like goes down your back. Down your shirt, yeah. You I, your, I
0: would throw a club at that drone. And
1: you got your shirt tucked in so it's like hanging. Oh,
0: it goes down your leg. Yeah.
1: goes down your pants. <laughs> oh God, I would, I would
0: swing on Michael Jordan <laughs> if that was the case.
1: That stupid ass drone.
0: That's, yeah. So I don't think that's, I think that's just one of those things that's like innovation for innovation's sake. It's not actually making things better for
1: anyone. Well, yeah, like people like talk about flying drones, like, oh, we Amazon's have, we have, we have flying drones, blah, blah, blah. Deliver your <laughs> pizza, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like flying drones are like flying cars. Like, I don't think that's going to work in theory.
0: Yeah, it's just going to make the sky look ugly if we just hear buzzing all. Zzzz. Like, if you look outside and just see a bunch of drones flying around, you just hear buzzing constantly.
1: And there's going to be like hawks and eagles that will scoop intercept up to, them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they'll crash everywhere, cause a shit ton of litter. Or it's gonna hit a
1: power line. Yeah, it's just gonna be chaos.
0: Yeah, do you really? Do people really need their Amazon packages same day? I don't think anyone. If you, we have something where you can go
1: same day. It's called I don't know stores. (laughs) It's called the mall. (laughs) It's called the market. The market. Yeah, (laughs) it's called touching grass. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's a cool idea in theory, but I just think in execution, it's just gonna be shitty.
1: Yeah, we're not there yet. Maybe at one point we will be, but right now I don't even know if I want.
0: I think we still need to have some some sort of semblance of a struggle in our daily lives. We don't need to get things delivered. That's how WALLY happens. We're literally yes. heading towards being the people in Wall-E. I think yeah, we're almost probably already there. Yeah, especially now that the Oculuses are so big.
1: Mm-hmm. We're yeah, we're we're fucked. Yep. Everyone's <laughs> fat. Everyone's getting just big like on Wall-E. I just I wish we
0: were things went back to normal <laughs> psych not crying for real oh
1: yeah this is the new normal
0: my guy this is the new normal That sucks yeah well on that cheery note <laughs> yeah i'm
1: gonna go over some DoorDash after this yeah, yeah. same yeah give <laughs> me it on that one too
0: i got i gotta go to target to pick up after this <laughs> yeah so embrace the future everyone take the lakers in pretty much every game for the rest of the season because i don't see the lakers losing another game this season <sighs> not gonna happen exactly they're not gonna well, lose no, <laughs> no they're not gonna lose jared's on my side have a great weekend enjoy whatever sports you're watching and uh be sure to tune in to the first gfl game this week sweet boxes are going on sale for general admission pretty soon two dollars yep and then vip up in the top row is yeah.
1: gonna be on sale after that so yep bring some tissues for your noses yeah it's gonna be bleeding all right see ya. see you